Beyond. Beyond. <laughs> What's start. up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 350. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Greg, let me ask you a question. I had a little sad situation in the bathroom this morning. Oh, I wanted to kind of run by it. Here we go. You know when you're taking a poop and then yeah. you and you you're you know you're done. You're yeah. kind of wiping and cleaning up, but then out of nowhere. Oh, you gotta second, go again? Second wave. I hate that. Isn't that really just obnoxious? Because yeah. I feel like it's a waste of time. The worst is too when you get out of the shower and you're like, I yeah. gotta poop again. Yeah, that's no. a, Howard Stern showers after he poops. Every time? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. I poop yeah. too much. Uh, I, me too. And I poop in the morning. Okay. Usually at work. Yeah. We used to have showers in the Brisbane office. You didn't shower when you pooped no, 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 no. Okay. But that would have been awesome if I actually did that. Right. Welcome to Podcast Beyond. Welcome to Podcast Beyond, everybody. <laughs> in the ever rotating third chair is none other than. A portal turret, yes, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, every 50th episode of Podcast Beyond, when we end in a 5-0, it's our call-in spectacular where we talk to our fans, the people like you who are watching and or listening to this show. We give out we give out information on how to get into it. It's incredibly easy. You follow 16 simple steps. Yep. You get a phone call. Did you the put day. the parentheses around your number? If you didn't, get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, up first in the Podcast Beyond 350 listener chair is none other than Mitchell Morgan. Hi, Mitchell. Hi. How are you? Beyond. Beyond. I'm great, Greg. How are you? I'm great. Uh, everyone should know you, but if they don't, give us a quick introduction to who you are. Um, my name is Mitchell Morgan. I am a uh, 16-year-old from Ohio. I made the podcast Beyond Soundboard on both iOS and Android. Um, I did some fan blogging stuff with you guys. I used to like, interview you guys all the time. Um, uh, podcast Beyond Archive I set up, and uh, I run the at Beyond Nation Twitter account. And more importantly, you're the bet tracker. We trust you implicitly. Every time we make a bet on this yeah. show, we yell at you to do something with it. I also do that. <laughs> you, were, you were pulling some garbage with Vince's predictions. This year. I was really disappointed in you because I do trust you implicitly. Uh, I tried yeah. to simplify my bets this year. You did a really bad job. Yeah, but that didn't work out very well, and you gave me zero points. So thanks. See, I was listening to the show, and I was like, you know, thank God Colin's going to simplify it a little bit. And then your first one... Had like eight different parts to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I do? I have to hedge. I have to hedge all day. Well, I would say I would say Mitchell's really one of our essential core listeners. He's been with us for a long time. That, that's why we put him on first. Yeah, we got to put him on first. Everybody else is calling in with a question, Mitchell. We wanted you to be here from the get-go, from the Roper Report on. Then you can ask your question when we get to the listener part, and we'll get you out the rest of the door. But we want you to chime in. We want you to be part of this show. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation Podcast. It's the number one PlayStation Podcast on the internet for some reason. Colin just shared staggering statistics. Yeah, the uh, you know we were looking at our own internal numbers. I want to share this with you guys because it's we're really staggered and impressed by it but it also shows you how big the community is like you're not the only one listening to this show even though sometimes it probably feels like you are <laughs> you're uh, the only one la laughing at yourself on the uh, bus in june of 2014 podcast beyond was downloaded 722,000 times thank you uh thank you so much yeah, everybody. thank you very much for that it's audio only that doesn't count video right um which would add hundreds of thousands more um just remember everybody Every Tuesday, Podcast Beyond posts as an MP3. Every Wednesday, it posts as a video on IGN.com, YouTube.com, slash IGN, and the IGN PlayStation 4 app with a little luck today, Colin, mm. because it's 350. Mm. It's a celebration. Mm. I'm trying to get both of these up together, okay. which means I have to leave this podcast and edit like a madman. Mm. Well, we'll see how that all works Where are you going out. for we have lunch? A, we, have a, we have a date tonight. So. Yeah, we do. Well, I'm, uh, I'm bailing for sure to go uh, drink with you. Where am I going to go to lunch? I was really thinking about McDonald's. Okay. 
If will you buy me lunch and bring it back so yes. I can edit my desk? Yes. Yes. Best friends, I will do that. gentlemen. That's how the Beyond Nation works. Uh, but yeah, just real quick. I mean, I, I Facebooked it and tweeted the numbers or whatever. Just I want to thank everyone for listening to our show. Yeah. Um, we're really honored and humbled by the support we get for Podcast Beyond, and a really. Uh, I, I don't want to, like, we're almost confused why this show, like, at least I am, like, why this show is so popular. Like, we're honored by it, but it's like, wow, this is a lot of people. It's almost a lot of pressure when you look at these numbers, because you kind of yeah. think about it in, in smaller terms, and then you realize, well, hundreds of thousands of people around the world really enjoy this show, and so yeah. um, we are humbled by it every day, every time we meet one of you guys at a show, or, you know, get an email, or a tweet, or whatever. We really appreciate that. We wish we could interact with you guys more. This is one of the ways we can do that. Mm -hmm. And as Greg said, episode 400 will be live. Um, That's how it goes. Yeah. 50s calling shows. OOs live shows. So what I'm most excited about with 350 like I was with 250 and 150 yeah. was that now we are close, getting close, about a less than a year away from yeah. the live episode. And those live episodes yeah. are extraordinary as well. Mitchell, you came to 300. Did you have fun? I had so much fun at 300. I do the thing where I turn and start talking to the portal turret like it's really Mitchell, <laughs> forgetting that the mic is close to us. <laughs> are you in there, Mitchell Morgan? Uh, let's begin the show I'm with... Here. What? Oh, yeah, I know. We know you're still there. Don't worry. It's okay, Mitchell. It's okay. okay. Cool. Uh, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Thank you, Mitchell. I was afraid you're gonna let us leave, hang us, leave, leave us hanging there. Uh, there are eight <laughs> items on the list. It was a, it was a, it was a, a short week, not literally, but in terms of news. It felt like there was only two okay. days of actual news, and then when I went on the blog roll for everything else because of the July 4th holiday and stuff, nothing was happening. Okay, yeah. So it really was like the last two days and then the day before sure. July 4th. I see. I think if that makes any sense. Yeah, a little bit. It was a really kind of a roundabout and stupid way to describe what I was yeah, saying. but you got there in the yeah. end. Yeah, well, maybe. Number one. Last week, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita both reached sales milestones in Japan. PlayStation 3 passed the 10 million unit sold mark in its native country, while PlayStation Vita is trucking along with 3 million sold. For context, lifetime Japanese sales of Nintendo's 3DS is 15.7 million. Wii is at 12.7 million. Wii U is at 1.8 million. PS4 is at 613,000. PSP is at 19.6 million. Damn! Xbox 360 is at 1.6 million. Nintendo DS at over 33 million sold remains the best-selling piece of gaming hardware of all time in Japan. PS2 at 23 million sold is the best-selling console of all time. So numbers are still soft, but... Uh, pretty good i mean ps2 to ps3 was a 50 percent plus drop off but still a good a good number 10 million so there's more there's more devices out there, there it's, are not, more it's not like how, how it used to be it's like a, just right. a couple systems now you got these phones you got these tablets you got that steam box that's tearing up the charts. oh yeah no doubt i think no doubt about it number two this is a weird one not a surprising one, but I'm kind of getting tired of this kind of stuff. <laughs> Number two, rumor has it that Quantic Dream's underwhelming PS3 exclusive game Beyond Two Souls will be coming to PlayStation 4. Word comes by way of two German retailers, Alcom and World of Games, that show a listing for a director's cut of Beyond Two mm. Souls exclusively for PlayStation 4. I mean, you say underwhelming, but it was one that split split the office and I think our fan base too. Yeah. Like, you and I weren't into it. Yeah, but I don't think... It, commercially, it did fine. sold over a million copies. That's yeah. still a third or a half as much as Heavy Rain sold. With a much smaller install base, um, Heavy Rain I think was definitively the better game. I agree. Um, I think Heavy Rain's an amazing game. I, Beyond Two Souls, I really had to like force myself to play. Sure. Um, and I think a lot of people felt like that. But you're right. There's always a group of people that like every guy like Naughty Bear, right? Yeah. But there is a pretty sizable group of people that like Beyond Two Souls, and I respect that. Mitchell, um, did you like Beyond Two Souls? I didn't get the chance to play Beyond Two Souls. Fake fan. Fake Beyond fan. Bye. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to let everyone down. It's not a big deal. You didn't miss anything. 
No, I, I mean, it makes sense, right, if, especially from a business perspective. You've you got Ellen Page on the cover, Willem Dafoe in there. It's And it's also one of those games that was polarizing where enough people liked it, I think, that if you put it on PS4, you have all these old Xbox playing on your mm-hmm. PlayStation 4, now they're going to be like, oh, I want to try it. I want to see what it's all about. But I think this also goes to the point that I'm really getting tired of these ports already, like enough already. Like, right. like use some of your resources to make new games. And use PlayStation Now for people on PS4 to play Beyond Two Souls. Isn't it Beyond going to be on there anyway? Isn't that like one of the games that they're talking about? You know, all their first party. Games. It's just weird. Yeah. I, I don't. I, it was cool when God of War came out and Team Eco Collection and all that kind of stuff. But like, it's just kind of getting. We a were little... part of the problem. We thought those were cool. We yeah. said those were cool. Yeah, we were. And now we're getting more of what we want. It's funny. Sony really started that too. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, if you really want to be technical, I guess like Nintendo started with like you know Super Mario All Stars <laughs> on SNES and. There was a Ninja Gaiden collection on SNES and stuff. But I mean, in terms of more modern disc-based collections, like that was really the beginning. And it just never stopped. Mitchell, is this a cop-out? Do you care? I'm sorry? Is this a cop-out? Do you okay. care? Is it a big deal for you? Do, do you wish they wouldn't be packaging PS3 games for PS4? Um, I, I agree with Colin. I think that they should be putting their resources towards more games. But, yeah, uh, new games, but... Um, with The Last of Us, but except that a huge amount of people on the PS4 haven't played that yet. So with games as big as that, I think it makes more sense, but I think that's really what PlayStation now is for. Mm-hmm. Precisely. It doesn't make any sense. Number three. This is why you trust them implicitly. Yes. Great minds. Number three. The rest of 2014 is looking mighty bleak for PlayStation 4 as far as exclusive AAA games are concerned, but the one major game the console is getting, Drive Club, will be getting its own console bundle. Word comes by way of Sony itself, which revealed that a 439 euro, uh, 439 euro bundle will be coming to Europe and will include the game, a DualShock 4, and a copy of Drive Club. There's no word yet on if this bundle will be available in the U.S. Um, that's in addition to the Last of Us Remastered bundle that was revealed mm. a week or two ago. Uh, so that's cool if you haven't, don't have a PS4. Oh, Joe God. You killed Mitchell Morgan! <laughs> I'm more concerned about breaking your glass. Please, it's there. in a Metal Gear case. Nothing bad can happen All right, to it. well, now it's definitely going to f*** up. Oh, sorry. Oh, there we go. There's the first one. Uh, God, I can't. I'm never going to get used to not cursing, Greg. Yeah, you will. Number four. Yeah, you will. Gearbox Software, the studio behind the Borderlands series, has revealed its new game. It's called Battleborn, which is a terrible name. What? And it will be coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. According to Game Informer, which exclusively revealed the game, Battleborn is, quote, a fusion of first-person shooting and loot-grabbing RPG elements in a living comic book art style, end quote, which sounds a great deal like Borderlands. It's Borderlands. However, the game takes huge inspiration from MOBAs like Dota 2 and League of Legends, which is where I tune out. Yep. Uh, giving it its own twist. Battleborn is being published by 2K and will launch in 2015. But it's a first-person shooter MOBA. Yeah. Interesting. The second you start talking about more online stuff is the second I start tuning out. Mitchell, you're the man on you're man on yeah. the street. What do you think of this? Um, I've never really been into MOBAs, so um, I, I don't really know. It doesn't really interest me that much. But with um, Gearbox, they like totally uh, like reinvented like with uh, first person shooters and RPGs with Borderlands Two. Yeah, like that's something I didn't know that I wanted. So, I mean, maybe a MOBA in first person, I'm going to completely, like, lose my mind over it. I'll be, I'll be interested to see what they, they have to share with that. Okay. He's holding out hope. That's I good. do trust Gearbox. Oh, yeah, I did Gearbox. like Borderlands a lot. Yeah, Borderlands is good. It's just, uh, God, that name, though. That's an unfortunate, that's an unfortunate name. Number five. I'm tweaking Mitchell's knobs. Oh. He likes Careful. it. Careful. Oh. Are you good now? I think so. We'll see. It's an experiment as we go. Okay. We never use the portal turret gun (laughs) as a conduit to beam in people. Number five. Airtight Games has officially closed its doors. 
The Washington-based developer previously worked on games like Dark Void and Quantum Conundrum before moving on to Murdered Soul Suspect. The Square, Enix the Square Enix published game that have failed to attract critical acclaim or commercial success. Our very best goes out to all of those affected by this sad news. It's, I don't know, it's not like, it's not funny, but it's, uh, we talked about it, uh, you know, they came on up at noon airtight to talk about Murdered Soul Suspect, and I asked them, you know, like, you guys are, you know, I made. I was doing the joking Greg way, like, oh, you're crazy, and don't you know new IPs don't sell, and da 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 da, da. and they're like, yep, we do know, and it's terrifying. I was like, to hear them, they knew what was on the line here, and that's what it's, you know, it, it's sad. You yeah, know it I mean, is. It's, anytime anybody closes their doors, it sucks, and there's layoffs, anything like that. But I think these guys knew coming in that murder needed to perform, and it definitely didn't. Yeah, it was it was an interesting idea. It didn't review well. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to play it, but I don't know if I'm ever going to get around to it. There's just too many other things to play. Number six. You got all that Doki Doki universe. Oh, yeah. Doki Doki. Danganronpas. Danganronpas. Uh, I'll have more on Danganronpa 2 very soon. Number oh. six. Kotaku has run a series of stories. This is a weird story, by the way. I don't know if you've been following this. Kotaku has run a series of stories chronicling the unraveling of Crytek, the un European developer and publisher best known for the original Far Cry and the Crisis series. Apparently, Crytek is out of money and hasn't been paying its employees. All of this is allegedly blown up at Crytek UK, the team working on Homefront The Revolution. According to Kotaku's sources, Crytek UK has essentially stopped working on the game and walked out of the studio. Damn. Over 100 people have reportedly left Crytek in the past few months due to the tumultuous state of the developer. Um, you should go to Kotaku. Um, guy named Jason Trier over there is, is writing some really awesome stories um, about this, and Crytek is apparently just like unraveling. Why unraveling. is Homefront cursed, Colin? I don't know. It's, un it's unfortunate. I reached out to Deep Silver to talk about this. Deep Silver is publishing uh, Homefront The Revolution. Um, Crytek's developing it. And I believe Crytek owns the IP from the THQ dismantling. Yeah. Um, and uh, they said they have no comment um, right now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the rumors are, I think, with Kotaku and some other people are kind of just speculating that Deep Silver might just try to acquire the IP and fund it themselves. Because the game is... You got to be getting four or five months away from going gold if the game is really supposed to come out in February or something yeah, like that. So, yeah. um, so it's just interesting. Like it's just fascinating how a studio that big and that prolific with an, its own engine and high technology and a good series like Crisis. Although I don't think Crisis is probably as good as it used to be, according to a lot of people. Uh, it's just weird that that completely is unraveled for them. Like right. they're just out of money. And there's a, you haven't read any of these stories on, on Kotaku? You I've been traveling. You should definitely check these stories out. They're like okay. really. Very interesting. Yeah. People to, like haven't been paid in like months, and you know people just leaving. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's amazing that they kept it quiet. So props to uh, Kotaku and to Jason Schreier for for breaking that story and and following up props. on it because it's really been really been very interesting to read about. Now this one broke my heart, Greg. This one's gonna break your heart too. I already know what it is. Ken Levine. Number number seven. Ken Levine in a stream of candid tweets noted that he'd still love to work on Bioshock Vita. Quote: Wish I could do it myself, but lawyers and all that. I still love my Vita, end quote. He tweeted, he also tweeted, quote, 2K and Sony couldn't put a deal together when I last checked. They seemed way more optimistic about this back in 2011, end quote. Here's the real kicker, though, Greg. Bioshock Vita was supposed to be a strategy RPG. Yeah, like tactics. Quote, Final Fantasy Tactics style thing set in pre-fall rapture, end quote, was the nugget of the idea behind the game. You were always asking for another tactics game. Yep. So does this break your heart more than, I mean, it breaks your, I still get Minecraft Vita. I'm happy, but yeah. you're destroyed. Yeah, it's a bummer because I really like the original, the original Bioshock's like one of my favorite games. Yeah. Um, and... Rapture is a really fascinating place um, to explore, and I think very well realized, very well executed. Um, and to have the promise of a strategy RPG, like a, like set in the Bioshock, like the original Bioshock universe, not 
you know, Bioshock Infinite is yeah. just so awesome. And it's too bad. I still kind of feel like they could do it. But, like, it, it sounds to me someone else will do exactly, it. Exactly. That's the thing, right? Like, by coming out and saying this, tweeting about it, you show now that there's this interest. People There was already fan art somebody put up that Marty retweeted of what it would look like. And it looked awesome. I think 2K would be not silly because, obviously, the Vita isn't a sure thing in any way, shape, or form. But why not? Especially if you're Sony. You know what I mean? you got this third-party, you know, outreach arm you're trying to do all the stuff with. Why not hit up 2K? They still own that license. Get some other talented developers working on a yeah. strategy RPG. That'd be awesome. So that was that was when I read that I was like, that sucks. I wish you just didn't say anything at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was better not knowing what we were missing. <laughs> and number eight, this is the final one. Hold on to your pants, Greg. Niche Japanese publisher NAS has revealed that it's bringing three more games to the West. These guys just keep bringing these games over. Yeah. So people are buying them. So good for you. Uh, the Firefly that, Diary, a puzzle game, is coming to PS Vita. Is also that a coming off of Last of Us. No. Also coming to PS Vita is the super inappropriate game, Criminal Girls Invite Only. Which one's uh, that? Why is that super inappropriate? It's just like supposed to be like super vulgar, and it's, it was a PSP game. This is like an update of it, and it's like heavily edited. Okay. Uh, and finally, the sequel to the Guided Fate Paradox, The Awakened Fate Ultimatum, is coming to PlayStation Three. All come to their respective consoles in 2015. Okay. Um, so PS Three is and Vita too, but PS Three especially is falling into its nice. You know, uh, you know, uh, death basically, where it's just getting like these <laughs> Japanese final slumber, like where like Japanese games are going to come, just like they with PS2, just like they with PS1, as everyone kind of moves on to these new consoles, and there's still great things to play. But a lot of people tweet and say, you know, what? I don't need a PS4 yet. There's a lot, of, especially they like RPGs. Yeah, um, so much to play on PS3, and there is like I kind of I've always I've said in the past like I like PS4, I love playing it. I kind of didn't need it. You know, there's yeah. like so many games on PS3. You could have ridden out the PlayStation 3 in a little bit longer. Oh yeah, I could. I could ride the PS3 out for three more years You've and like had, had have like and not be satiated with the games because mm-hmm. there's so many. I look at my shelf. I'm like, God, this games I haven't even opened. Yeah, know? yeah. That's always the sad part. <sighs> so that's it for news. Mitchell Morgan. A lot of those games are coming in 2015. But if I wanted to know what had come to stores right now this week, where would I go? You go to the official Andrew Goldfarb memorial list of upcoming, upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Dun, 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 dun. Very good, very good. And our best to Andrew Goldfarb, who works at Gearbox now, and they did announce Battleborn. So I heard he did all the artwork on it. Yeah, he did. He's very talented. He drew it by hand. He's working on it now. He's yeah. designing it. Uh, on PS3, Another World comes out digitally. It also comes to PS4 and Vita. Now, this is uh, the 20th anniversary... Um, I guess reimagining of that classic, I think, an adventure game, PC adventure game. Uh, but I don't really know anything else about it. Okay. And I'm not really even sure if it's a PC adventure game. Good. Also on PS3, La Tour de France 2014 edition comes is it out. Tour, is the Tour de France? Yeah. Like riding my bike? Yeah. Does it use PlayStation Move? Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. It's <laughs> um, not how you normally ride a bike. Yeah, that, you have to ta- duck, like, duct tape them to your legs. Yeah, yeah just, just sit there and run in place. <laughs> Uh, that comes out digitally to PS3. Mousecraft comes out digitally on PS3, PS4, and Vita. Man, I know we have to bleep the curses, but I'll say it anyway. Man, f*** you, PlayStation. Today they tweeted, Mousecraft comes to PlayStation 4 Vita, and everyone got excited thinking originally it said Minecraft, and it was Mousecraft. Come on, Sid, what are you pulling over there? Uh, One Piece Unlimited World comes out to, on PlayStation 3 digitally and at retail. It's the only retail game for any PlayStation device this week. And Sacratessa Kiss of Death comes to PS3 digitally. So pretty soft a week, Greg. Yeah. But that's okay. There's plenty of other things to play. Yeah, there's like plenty Rezo of awesome things to do. Yeah, you got that Rezogun still. Speaking of Rezogun, Greg Way, Mitchell Morgan's really good at that. And Mitchell Morgan happens to be the first caller to call in for Podcast Beyond episode 350. So, Mitchell, we're now to the part of the show where we're going to ask you, let the kids ask the questions, talk to you, reminisce 
What's your question? Okay. My question is, do you guys think that Project Morpheus can truly revolutionize the PlayStation 4 and the gaming industry as a whole, or is it doomed to fizzle out like the PlayStation Move did? Huh. Um, I think it's a much better idea. Uh, but again, it's a derivative of another idea. Right. And, Oculus. Um, I think VR is really cool. I think VR could be the future. Like I've said before, when I played E Valkyrie at E3 last year, so 2013, that was probably one of the most mind-blowing experiences I've ever had yeah. in gaming. Um, it really worked, and it was really cool. But like, it's an, an investment. People have to make games for that device. It's now hardware on top of hardware, so not only do you have to own PlayStation 4, then you have to own this thing. To, there's a lot of steps. I think that it could work if there's compelling reasons for people to actually pick one up. And you yeah. could compel people to spend a lot of money to pick something up. Um, but the, Eve is really the only thing I've seen so far that was like really, that I've played personally that was like really, really cool. The other samples that we've played, like Sony Deep. London's thing, it's cool. Yeah. But what is the game? Uh, I'm not going to buy it for like these immersive experiences. I'm buying it to play games. Uh, so my answer is maybe. I think it's got a better chance actually than PlayStation Move. Mitchell, put it in your bet okay. booker. I say doomed to fizzle out. I think it's got a better chance than PlayStation Move for sure, but it's in the same vein as PlayStation Move where it's... I mean, we, we were talking about lifetime sales of consoles, right, and all this other stuff and how there's this drop-off, it seems like. It's, it's, there's more and more and more to take up your time and energy, whether it just be the internet or be a different device. I think putting out a PlayStation 4 and already and then not having the Morpheus in the box immediately dooms it. I think that you, you, no matter what, the people who go out and pick up the Morpheus are going to be in such small numbers that, again, it'll be a, a huge, not a huge launch lineup, 10, 12 games at launch that use Project Morpheus and that are awesome or in the middle of the road, and then you'll see it all drop off again, just like PlayStation Move, because all the developers, third parties, are going to sit back and go, how is this going to do? And it's not. It's going to do like PlayStation Vita. It's going to do like PlayStation Move. It's going to do hardcore numbers. People who watch this show are going to be excited for it and buy it, depending on price. But then the general consumer, are they really going to rush out and get that? I think that's a really tough sell. Yeah, yeah. I think that as these, as we, as tech becomes more powerful, we will come to a, a more symbiotic relationship with these devices and with the hardware that you need to run them on. What I mean by that is, imagine. Morpheus or Oculus that ran really by itself. Yeah. You know, like yeah. at, like it could run like it everything was in it. And so like it's just something you buy and put on. It's not something you have to connect to something else, it's not something that really needs the processing power of the PS4 or the PC to run. That is its best bet. Because I agree with you, PlayStation 4, these other devices are now contingent on PS4 success, including Vita. And because now Vita's like, well now it's not this heart and a console quality gaming on the go now it's like a second screen for your ps4 and it's like okay but then so like you take all these devices ps4 costs 400 dollars then the morpheus probably cost two or three hundred dollars at least and then yeah. the vita costs 200 dollars like it all starts adding up quick yeah, yeah. and that's the problem with it and that's where i think people fall off with it so it's a good question i i don't know i, I hope it does well because i think the, i think the experiences can be truly unique but whether the market will demand it or not is another thing entirely Thank you so much, Mitchell Morgan, okay. for calling in and taking care of us and doing our bets and doing the app and doing the fan uh, tweets and everything. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. No problem. You're right, a fantastic man. human being, and we love you very much. All right. Take care of yourself. See you guys. Beyond! Yeah. What a nice young man that guy is. He's a good kid. He's a real good kid. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, right, oh, hold dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> portal, the portal turret's upset. Six, seven. I know. Thank you very much. Uh, we, we borrowed a coworker's phone, so we don't want to give it off. Uh, star, 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 we're calling Steven right now. How about that? Did you know any good Stevens, Colin? Do I know any good Stevens? My sister's best friend is Steven. Um, Your sister's best friend's a boy. Yep. 
I tell you what. Your uh, parents were letting their guard down. Played hockey with a guy named Steven. He was a really good goalie. I can't remember if I put on speaker or not. I put on speaker, right? I put on speaker. I don't know. I don't either. Not, nobody really knows. Gosh darn it. Beyond. Beyond! <laughs> Hi, Steven. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. I'm much better now that this worked. I wasn't sure. We had a whole bunch of trouble calling, uh, calling uh, Mitchell Morgan there. I'm glad it's working for you. Um, Steven, thank you for writing in. Your favorite game on the PlayStation platform is Burnout Paradise. That's an excellent pick. Is it? Yes, it is. It is. What, is it? What do you mean? You don't like you don't like Burnout? I, no, Burnout's fine. I'm just saying it's Uncharted, The Last of sure, Us. Sure, but Bur- Burnout Paradise. Is, Steve, are you are you in the are you in the tundra? <laughs> Steven's calling from an airplane. <laughs> uh, it, it is very choppy. The, the voice is very choppy here. The voice is very choppy. I don't even know what the, the hell that yeah, means. I can barely <laughs> hear you guys. Oh, is this better? Yes. All right. We're going to keep holding up with our Metal Gear case. Uh, Steven, what's your question? My question was, what do you prefer? A game that you can 100% or platinum and toss out or something that you can play for for hours and hours and hours like I played Burnout Paradise? Ah, there you go. It's all coming back around to Burnout Paradise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I said... Steven, if you can, can you get out of the wind? Where are you? I am not in the wind. Then you just stop breathing on the mic then so hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's better. Thank you, Steven. Um, For me, I say 100, I say platinum and throw away. Yeah, I think that I agree with you generally. I think there are certain games like Shatter or Super Stardust or Resogun that. are awesome in perpetuity and you go back to them. Yeah. And Resogun especially was a game I platinum and actually put away and then the DLC came out and I'm playing it again. Right. I like those kinds of games too. Sound Shapes is another good example of that. Uh, but yeah, generally I like to complete a game. For me, yeah, I, I think it's also we're in a different spot than I think a lot of viewers and listeners are, right? Where we beat a game and then we have to move on to the next thing. So we're part of the conversation. We know what's happening. Da, 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 da. Like I always go back to the fact that if I had, if I didn't work in at IGN or in the video game industry, right? Like I would probably still be playing DC Universe really hardcore. But the fact that I'm not, I like the fact that I can play through something, be done with it, and move on. Right? There's an end to Child of Light. There's an end to Valiant Hearts. I can play these games, mm-hmm. be done with them, and move on. Yeah, Valiant Hearts, man. Did you start it? I beat it. Oh, nice. Okay, great. I love that game. I yeah. love that game. I still haven't beaten it because I went away. It's but, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah, for me, it's in and out. I like to get it done with. What? Uh, so, uh, Stephen, what's it like for you? you? You love Burnout, but do you like a game that you can platinum and be done with, or do you like something you have to stick around with? I like to get my money's worth. I think the dollar an hour is ideal. Okay. So sixty um, hours a game. Uh, another game that I played a lot uh, was Borderlands Two. Played all that DLC. The entire game, all the characters, and obviously got my money's worth. I bought it two times because my my Blu-ray drive in my PS3 died, so I had to buy it digitally. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to pay 150 bucks just for my Blu-ray drive when I could just get stuff digitally, you know? The future's now. Yeah, the future is now. <laughs> all right, well, Stephen, give me Beyond before you go. Beyond. Beyond. And one more thing. Yeah. Could you give me a happy birthday? It's my birthday. Happy, oh, birthday, happy birthday, Stephen. Steven. There you go. Very happy birthday. Thank to you. you very much. No problem. You take care. You have a great day. You too. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. What a nice man. What a nice... Who is this giant man? I'll get the static again. Shut up, Portal Turret. Uh, you want to talk about... 
PS4 exclusives, Colin? Sure. Right, we're gonna call. Michael. I always love to talk about PS4 exclusives. Where are they? That's the that's the major <laughs> question. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Scott Rody. Don't don't be mad. Oh, you're, so you're just leaving Shuhei out, Nicole. Shuhei, don't be mad either. Shuhei, Shuhei and Scott, don't be mad. They're nice guys. They don't get mad. All right, here we go. Colin Michael. Back away from the turret slowly and hope it works. Uh-oh. He gets a voicemail. Very angry mm-hmm. if he's... Beyond. Jesus. <laughs> what? Jesus what? I'm what? You're so loud. That's what you're supposed to do when you yell beyond. Don't get on my fit case about it. Hey, Michael, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's up? Where, where are you? What's happening? Uh, just hanging out at work. No. <laughs> where do you work? Uh, up in Seattle. Where in Seattle? Uh, where, where, what, what do you do? What do I do? Um, I work for Disney, actually. Uh... I manage, or I help uh, admin all the users that you see, people log in. On Disney.com, or what? Uh, com, ABC.com, Disney.com, Disney.com. So when I I logged in to watch Girl Meets World, the pilot episode, it was because you had something to do with that. Yeah, if you were logging in to watch DisneyChannel.com and you couldn't do it, I can help you out. No, no, I logged in great. Don't worry, it was great. Me and Comcast got it together. Did, did you green light Girl Meets World? <laughs> yep, I can do that for you. Okay. I will green light everything. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Michael, your last name's Kessler. That's a villain in Infamous, so I didn't want to call you in the, to begin with, but then I came around because your question was good. How are you? Hello. Michael? Oh no, Kessler got us in the end. Did it, is it you or is it him? I don't know. How do you tell? I don't know. I know. I know. Phone man. It still says. Oh, call them right back. So there you go. I don't know what the hell's happening anymore. Kessler. Kessler. Hello. Kessler. <laughs> I made it. What did you do? Uh, I had to go down the elevator. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'll do. Yeah. So it's him. Your fault. You yeah. screwed up the show. Not us. Big mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get to a call room, and then they were like, all the cars are full, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go down the elevator, and then the first elevator was full. I'm like, this is not working. <laughs> no, we understand. Thanks for letting us call you back. Uh, Michael, what's your question? Uh, my question was, in your opinion, which PS4 exclusives slated for release in 2015 will score highest on IGN's review scale? Mm. Oh, that's mm. a good question. Uh, are we count? Are, I'm gonna ask Colin a question. Okay. Are we right. counting No Man's Sky in this? Uh, I don't think that that's really an exclusive. So then we're okay. Good call. I mean that's no good call. Good yeah. call. Good call. So then we're talking about Uncharted, Uncharted, Bloodborne, everybody's order. gone to the Rapture, The Order, The Order. Um, that's probably pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm writing down. I mean, there's others, but I mean that's probably the pretty the biggest four. I actually think it, it, it's probably gonna be Uncharted, but I assume that. People, uh, everybody's gone to the rapture. They're going to sneak up on people. See, that game is really, really cool. See, for me, I think that's going to beat it. I, I think the, I think Uncharted is going to be great, but I think people are going to still be hung over on Uncharted, like they were in Uncharted Three. And I think even though it's going to look great, they're going to say it's too formulaic, it's doing too much, or it's deviated too much from what we love about Uncharted. You know, blah blah. blah. It's not what we expected. What's that? Are you okay, Kessler? Are you okay? 
Did the first yeah, okay. son, did the first sons find you? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a dead drop. <laughs> John. Yeah, there was, um, I don't know. I think you know maybe Bloodborne might be cool, but we haven't seen much of it. But the way uh, Colin described it on the D3 review, um, I don't know if it's going to be Dead Souls or Dark Souls with a little bit more speed in it. I'm pumped. I don't know. I mean, that is what it is. I mean, it's definitely what I saw. I saw it extensively, like 45 minutes of it, and. Uh, it, that is what it is. It is Dark Souls, but it is a little faster. Yeah. Um, and it looks really cool. And that's all I ever wanted out of that series. Like I've said before, I, all I wanted was a little speed, a little arcadiness. Sure. Not Ninja Gaiden, not Devil May Cry, you know, but more like, a little, you know, not so stiff, you know? And yeah. So I think Bloodborne's going to be cool. I think the order is going to be good because um, they got some extra time. That's what they needed. Uh, but I still say, you know, yeah, everybody's gone to the rapture, I'm going to say. That's is, what I think too. I yeah. think I think that that's going to come out and be the little darling. You know what I mean? That people are. It's going to tell a great story and it's going to be interesting. It's going to push this. What are you smiling about? So much? I, I was just thinking when I saw I saw that game behind closed doors. Yeah. And I uh, saw like you know like a twenty minute demo of it. And we you know you've been to, you've been to E three and you know that you go to these, you go to these demos and like they're behind closed doors but like you're in like these these. They make these rooms and then right. you construct them. And uh, I felt so bad for the guys from the studio because uh, Chinese room is the studio, uh, British studio, Racist. and uh, they. I felt so bad because it's an ambient game yeah. and like, but like oh. outside it's like little big plants like, <laughs> and they they had a good sense of humor about it. But I kind of felt I kind of felt bad. I felt bad for them. They're like it sucks. Like I can't hear the game. And I was yeah. talking to some of the producers afterwards. Deb Mars is one of the people that's working on the game. Yeah, and, Deb Mars uh, knows her stuff. And Deb Mars is awesome. She obviously isn't resp- you know largely responsible for the production of games like Fat Princess, Fat Princess. and Escape Plan. Yeah, um, and we won't a, hold that one against her. And uh, Escape Plan's awesome. And uh, she, she, they all had a really good sense of humor about it. But I, I walked out of that room really impressed with that game. Yeah. Um, really, it's in the 80s. It's a, I think I said this before. Like, I never thought about the name, like, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, as, like, the rapture. Like, the biblical rapture. I don't know why I never thought. Like, I just never thought about it that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kessler, what is happening to you? Is that, is that a clown horn? <laughs> so, anyway, I, I would keep an eye on that The game. Disney cops are after him. They know he's leaking secrets about Disney.com and watch Disney. Great. Thanks, Michael, for your question. Cool. Thanks for being a fan. Hey, we love no you. Alright, Beyond, thanks for your support. Bye. Bye. Did you just cut him off in the middle of his bye? In the middle of bye? <laughs> he said bye. <laughs> Wait, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> they like, found me. It sounded like a clown horn. Like, it I guess, like, I like, <laughs> it's a guy dressed as Pluto, and he's arresting him right now. <laughs> Pluto, Pluto the cop. There is no... <laughs> There is no due process when you work for Disney. (laughs) 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 Right to the gas chamber. (laughs) (laughs) Telling our girl meets world secrets. We're calling McKinley. McKinley. Yeah. Named after uh, the general or the president? I think McKinley in Wet Hot American Summer. I won't yell so loud today. Beyond. 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 Yeah, see, thank you, McKinley, for carrying the weight around here. Colin's getting on my case about yelling too loud. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm Your favorite game is Little Big Planet Vita. A fine pick, huh? Oh, thank you, thank you. Very good game. Yeah. Uh, were you yeah. Na- so? Wait, your first name is McKinley? Yes. Are you named after the president? No, I'm. I'm actually named after Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters. His name. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just make sure. Really? Singer. Yeah. All no, right. I know who Muddy yeah. Waters is. I just was. It, I want to make sure I heard very you. Very cool. I like that name. You have a good name. Strong thank you, thank name. You. Now, I just want to warn you guys really quick. The caller, I, uh, the service where I am is absolutely terrible. Okay. So they're, 
there's a good chance we might get cut off. We just had a guy get arrested by Disney cops, so don't worry. Like you'll be, you'll be fine. If not, we'll call you back if we need to. But what, for first part, then just get to your question. How about that? Guys, still there? Yes. Oh my God, McKinley, we're still here. Are you there? Oh. 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 Oh man, we were vamping too much. We vamped too much. We had too much fun. Hello. Hello, Uncle Leo. Uncle Guys. Leo. I just like hearing him curse. Hello. I was hoping there'd be more like, what? God, I can't believe I screwed this up. My entire life's been leading up to this. What was that one? What, what was that guy that voicemail like, you f- up. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the old days. Hello. Hello. Hey. Your question, quick, McKinley. <laughs> uh, basically, that basic line of my question was, since you've been at IGN, how have you changed? And how has IGN changed? Ah, Okay. Thank you. Oh, You're, now question. you get to stick around, but if you get cut off, I'm not calling you back. I love you very much beyond and such. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, I've been here seven and a half years now. Colin, I mean, you, well, do you, do you count your internship when you talk about it? No. No? So uh, you've been here seven, s- seven years. It'll yeah, be yeah, seven yeah. years next week. Congratulations. Thanks. Well, we love you so much. Thanks for sticking Thank you. around. Thank you. I, I think You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think the main thing is we work harder and way faster than we did before. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I'm, we always talk about this. We, we were joking around with Dunham about this when he was on Beyond the other week. The fact that we used to take three-hour lunches. You'd be like, all right, let's go to because the, there was nowhere to eat in our office park, so you'd get into everybody's car and you'd go to the mall to buy games you needed to review. But then you'd also bum around the mall and eat food and like eat in the food court and yeah, BS like, go or to whatever. Target. Yeah, go to Target. Oh, I need some things. <laughs> and then you come back and you then you I, I, and it's also you know always uh, we're talking about like when we look back at the old IGN, we're young, we're the young editors, we're you know the kids working our way up. So I remember actually playing games at my desk. Like, you know what I mean? That's such a rare... Uh, now, I never do. And even when I was reviewing games there at the end, like, I mean, the end of my review career, I, w- I, w- <laughs> I wasn't playing games at my desk. You take all that stuff home nowadays. And you still did back then, but you still had time it felt like to do it. But now everything's so immediate. We try to do so much content. Videos can go up as soon as they're done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like we work way, way faster, way, way harder. Yeah, I agree with all that. I think that we are also striving to be... You know, we used to strive to be, like, completely comprehensive, which we realized yeah. was a waste of time. Um, for instance, we would review like every PS2 game, every PS3, like literally every one of them. And you could look and, at the numbers and see that only 300 people read that review. Yeah, which is like terrible for us. Yeah. You know, we need much, much more than that uh, to survive as a business. So we decided to redouble our efforts several years ago to the games that we felt really mattered. And that doesn't mean you can't evangelize smaller games. Like, sure. I, like I always talk about, um, you know, no one was talking about, you know, a game like Nino Kuni. Uh, but we talked about that because we liked it, you know. And we, and we do that with a lot of games. Resogun was another good example, early example of why, why we, you know, why would we care so much about this downloadable game? Well, because it's awesome, you know. Yeah. So we, we we identify those games, taste make, and evangelize the games we like more or that we think are going to be interesting. Sometimes it doesn't work out, um, and we are less comprehensive as a result. And I think the site is better because of that, uh, sure. because it's less um, watered down, um, and we are able to focus on uh, the things that we think really matter to the readers, and we can get that direct reinforcement. By looking at the numbers or by looking at the comments. Um, for instance, I wrote about Tales of Hearts R, which is a Vita RPG that's coming out in the fall, and it did terribly. And I didn't expect that. I wouldn't have written it if I knew it was going to do like 10,000 yeah. uniques, which is bad, really bad. And, you know, so um, I learned a lesson from that, and I will not be writing about that game again until we right. review it. Um, but sometimes you're surprised on the other end. We wrote about that game Five Star Wrestling, but it's a PS3 game, it's still not out. Yeah. Um, and we put the video up over the weekend. It was like a year and a half ago, and it did like sixty or seventy thousand uniques on a Saturday. I was like, "What?" And like, so <laughs> you learn, you learn the other way too. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. we're more analytics driven, 
Uh, I think we look at the numbers. I think we listen to the fans, and I think the site has improved uh, as a result. And you I try also to be th- smart about your time, right? Yeah, like exactly. We, we have a limited yeah. thing. We, we, I mean, we used to be really, we used to have bigger teams too, more people, more. You know, I mean, like there was four guys on PlayStation that were that's mm. all they thought about. So it was easier, I think, to try to cover everything. Right. But and as the as the markets change, we have to change. Too. And we tried, right? Like I, I know that there was a bit of a like when PSP was dying, uh, before long before Vita. I mean, we had to have a conversation with the readers to be like, we're yeah. not covering PSP anymore. And I know that that. That sucked for people. We're not, you know, reviewing games. PSP games are still coming out. Yeah. End of Serenity just came out a couple of weeks ago, but we're not reviewing them anymore because we have to do the things that make the most sense for the most amount of readers. Right. Um, and that's what yeah. I always come back to when I talk about uh, video game journalism now. Right. Is the fact that this is still the best time to be trying to consume video game journalism because when IGN says we're not doing PSP games anymore, there is a site out there that is doing PSP games. Absolutely. And there is a there there are all, this is what I was talking about. Right. I was talking about that PAX panel when people are talking to me like we just started a video game site and we want to review things. What do you, what are your tips? And I was talking about. I went to a PAX panel once called, uh, you know, video game journalism. How can you compete with IGN, GameSpot, and I, I think it was Kotaku. And my my advice there, I wasn't on the panel, but like my initial initial thought and what they said on the panel really was don't don't compete with us. You know what I mean? Like if we're, don't you guys sitting out there and reviewing Last of Us is a great idea when Last of Us comes out. If you're just trying to improve your own review style to come work at IGN one day, but if you you could do. You could actually get views and a fan base if you t- pivot and do something we don't do that the big sites can't do. Mm-hmm. All these little things that pop up. You look at same thing with like Minecraft, right? Like all these people on YouTube who are huge at Minecraft now because IGN was ignoring Minecraft. You know, what I mean, it was a small PC game that we didn't have time for at the time. Yeah, and our readers don't care about Minecraft yeah. really. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's just it's just a different audience. When we try to cover Minecraft, it doesn't actually work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know. Which is, you know, interesting because our, we really do have a hardcore console-based audience and PC-based yeah. audience. Um, so they don't they don't necessarily care that much about League of Legends, even though League of Legends is like the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. So that makes sense for us. Yeah. And so when we start, like right now, you know, IGN has the IGN Arena podcast and the IGN Arena YouTube channel where they're trying to build that fan base, right? And it's awesome to see them try. Same thing with like, you're talking about like, our audience didn't care about Minecraft because we're really a console-driven. Now that it's on console, there's more of a thing right. for that. But also... People come watch Brian and I play because we're idiots and mm-hmm. we're having fun. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's all these different ways to come at the same problem. Like we're not coming at it as, let me tell you everything you need to know about Minecraft because if you care about Minecraft, you already know that. Instead, hey, watch a bunch of dopes, be funny, and talk about handy snacks. So that's a long answer. Yeah. McKinley. So it's changed a lot, but <laughs> it's gotten more focused. Thank you, McKinley. All right. Hey, th- thank you very much. And may I say, rest in peace, Andrew Wolfson. You may say that. I won't edit that out of the show. <laughs> May he forever haunt the halls of our GM. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. He was nice, too. He's a nice man. What a nice young man. That's a Ryan Clements reference, if you're not getting it. He was also, he's also dead to us. Um, guess who we're calling now, Colin? I uh, don't know. Chubbs. Chubbs? Yeah. That's my dude. That's my jam, Chubby! <laughs> all right. Are we calling all of these people? No. It's just like a normal Beyond where I have all these questions written down, and then I'll go from there on what I want to do. Say we're gonna be here for a little while. We owe him. Don't screw this up, Chubbs. Chubbs, why would you? Chubbs is taking a dump similar to the one I described at the beginning of the show. Hello. Beyond. Beyond. Oh my God, Beyond. Hey, Chubbs, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. We we want to tell you what a great name you have. Yeah, was that a, was that your did your mother name you Chubbs? Oh no. Okay, so you said pen name. Like you're like use real name or pen name. I don't care. So I was like, oh, that's a nickname my brother and his friend gave me when I was little. So All I right. was like, I'll just have fun with it. So it's a, that's a nickname. A pen name would be more like Mark Twain, 
for instance. Oh, okay. What if Mark Twain, what if Mark Twain <laughs> wrote his Chubbs? Chubbs. <laughs> Huckleberry Finn by Chubbs. Uh, Chubbs, how old are you? I'm uh, 20 right now. Oh, okay. How nervous are you? Um, kind of nervous. Like, uh, I, I, just, uh, I just got out of my bio class, so. How's that going? What'd you learn about the throat? Uh, Did you? Uh, no, we, uh, uh, we watched a documentary about, uh, Evolution versus creationism. Oh, God. Oh, you're watching documentaries. They're cashing it in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll phone this one in. Uh, what is your... You, you're in college? Yeah, I'm in... Uh, yeah, college. What What's your major? Is your major science-based? Uh, no. Um, right now, I'm doing uh, computer science, but bio is required for yeah. general education, so yeah. Yeah, those gen yeah, bio, bio's, bio's rough, man. Chubbs, your favorite PlayStation game... Is Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal? What's your question for Beyond 350? Uh, my question is, after doing all this journalism and following the news of video gaming, uh, what PlayStation news uh, has gotten you the most hyped up or excited uh, just throughout all these years? Uh, my example was uh, PS4 becoming 399 and that like set the internet on fire. Sure, 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 sure. That's a good question. I mean, That's recently... A really good question. I mean, we said it at E3 when we were doing the live show, the pre and post show for the conference, for the Sony conference, that the only time I got really, truly excited the entire day was when they showed Uncharted 4. Yeah. You know, like where I was like, yes, you know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, but the last time I like ran around the office excited was when Mega Man 10 was announced. And I, don't, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that, but I was like, oh my God, I was like, the roo- Mega Man 9 was exciting enough when they did another one, I was yeah, like yeah. through the roof. Um, that was the last time I was like really, like just couldn't wait to play the game. Yeah, I mean, for me, it would be. I mean, we're talking about PlayStation announcements. Like, I, I've, I've never seen an E3 conference. Did you spit water all over the table. I had a little cough. <laughs> well, now uh, you got to watch the video yeah. version of podcast. Beyond I just if you spit did water it. all over the table. Don't mind. I'm just gonna kind of take off your shirt and clean it up. I'm gonna do one of these. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <coughs> there it is. Yeah, I mean, like there was no E3 conference like the one, not last, not this past one, but the year, last year, right? Where. Sony came out and was like, everything Microsoft just said is BS, and we're doing the exact opposite in the way the crowd reacted. In terms of games that have gotten me excited, it would probably be Ghostbusters. Like, that was, like, literally waking... The PS3 one? Yeah. The announcement of it. Remember, uh, Game Informer yeah. just had that awesome black cover with the logo on it, and they announced that that, that was the... We had no idea it was coming. There was no, like, leak on that. Oh, there yeah, was that no, was a Game Informer logo. Yeah, there was no... Or, there was no... Tease from like companies we were about to find out about that because a lot of times with Game Informer reveals, right? They have the exclusive, so we know about them coming up. But this one came out of bl- the blue. It, there was an email chain. Uh, Nate Aher and I got in a fight on the email chain about who was going to review this game. I was like, "You bring in your proton pack and movie accurate outfit tomorrow, and we'll see who's going to." Re- Stupid Nate, stick to that. So yeah, for me, it's the PlayStation Four KO and Xbox One D three two years ago, last year, I guess. Matt's hard, and then yeah, the Ghostbusters thing. Cool. Thanks, okay. Chubbs. What I guess. Okay, what, thank you. What, what, once, what stands out for you, Chubbs? What was the last thing you were over the moon for as a video game announcement? Oh, uh, I think it was 2012 E3 where they showed the Last of Us demo, oh, and yeah. like I was just, I was just floored. I was like, oh my god, yes, that's like exactly what I wanted from just the trailer they showed. Um, I think it was like 2011. So yeah, that was awesome for me. Cool. Yeah, I agree. By the way, that was still one of the great demos of all time. Yep. Like live demos. Yeah, yeah. drop the mm-hmm. controller. Bruce yeah. Staley, the badass. Mm-hmm. Chubbs, thank you so much for your time, and thanks for being a fan. Yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank Be- you, Beyond. Beyond, 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 Beyond. What a nice young man studying computer science. 
taking that bi- at biology the university. The gen eds. Bio was just. I had such a hard time with bio. Chemistry was easier. Obviously, like geology and the earth sciences were easier. But bio for was tough, man. To bring it all back to you, or like to put a bow on this, and you know, take one of your non sequiturs and make it a sequitur. I once left a biology. Biology. Uh, uh, I guess what were they called? I guess. Prep, prep for a test like you did it like went in there yeah, we did a little yeah, study yeah, thing yeah. and a giant thing I left it early to go to the bathroom and then the bathroom was full and so I tried to make it the other bathroom and I pooped my pants and that was in college you pooped your pants? yeah I don't think I ever heard that story no? oh that's a good one I'll save it for another time though <laughs> jeez what? you never done that? I, no I'm, I'm just saying I've never knew that you pooped your pants in college I have a lot of I have a lot of poop well, in your pants about you, but apparently... no I, I'm, I'm a treasure trove of secrets Treasure trove of pooping pants stories. Yeah, yeah, I got it. You just want <laughs> one day we'll just do an entire game where we got your show about it. Let's do it. We're calling Ryan. This is Ryan Clements? Daniels. No, Ryan oh. Daniels. That's a good idea. We, oh, we should call Clements. We'll call Clements after this. I'm making a note of that. Probably shouldn't put him on the spot. Whatever. He just has to say beyond hang up. Is that hard? He can't do that after all the years we've spent with him? Jerk. Hello, Mr. Daniels. I was wondering if you could... Beyond! Beyond! <laughs> Beyond! <laughs> How are you, Ryan? Not bad. Thank you so much for being a fan. Your favorite PlayStation game is The Last of Us. That's a good pick. That is a strong pick. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan, why do you like Podcast Beyond? Um, It's awesome. The best place for all my PlayStation news. And hypothetical abortions. Uh, Ryan, what's your question? Um, My question is about... Games for college dorms. I'm getting ready to move in to uh, my new college dorm, and we're trying to compile a list of games that could bring. We're thinking oh. of Super Smash, Rock Band, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, those are strong picks. You need communal multiplayer. You need local multiplayer to get going. Um, Col- Colin and I haven't been in college in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. First, so you're moving into a dorm room with your friends, and you're already talking about that. Yeah, well, I I started talking to my roommate, and he's also a huge gamer. Ah, nice. You you lucked out. Oh, remember that process? Yeah. yeah, that was the worst. Of like, you had to fill out the questionnaire, and then like they matched you. Yeah, I got matched with great people. Yeah. ultimately, I got. But not, that was nerve wracking. I did not. Like, it wasn't bad, but we didn't have much in common. He was. He didn't play video games. He was in the band. Uh, I had blue hair. <laughs> I don't know. The one thing I remember, I, I was like, I'm gonna bring the microwave, and I bought this really cool microwave from like a uh, Crate and Barrel or whatever. I don't know. Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. It was like stylized blue, and it was small. Made all my Easy Mac in it. Nice. Uh, Game-wise, though, yeah, I think you got some strong picks there. Smash for sure. But I think even, uh, like, Smash is good. I think Cart is even more adoptable to all people. Is it, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's, that's a good choice. Yes. I mean, for me in college, right, like, when I was in the dorm still, it was all about SmackDown. WWF SmackDown, Just Bring It came to the PlayStation 2. That was the first PlayStation 2 SmackDown game. I remember bringing that back from Christmas break or Thanksgiving break, and we had a, a sheet of paper in the... Are you okay? <laughs> oh my God, Ryan Daniels, are you okay? How do you by the Sarlacc monster? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Nothing. There was just weird noises coming out of your phone. Your the, uh, oh, the portal the portal turret is uh, broadcasting you for us. Um, yeah, for SmackDown, we we all got super into it and uh, had a little piece of loose leaf paper with like the record for everybody fighting each other. So that was good. But then when I moved off campus and we had a house, we had a GameCube, and that's where we all played. Uh, what are you doing, Colin? rolling my sleeves it's up. taken you like five minutes i've told i've been rambling and you're just like perfectly doing it anyways toadstool tour mario golf toadstool yeah, oh, tour yeah, mario kart double dash mm-hmm. animal crossing where you could all you know be in the same village at the time those were the ones that those were the jams may i suggest to go the other way and bring only single player games with you like i did so that no one bothers you uh uh 
I played actually a lot of Xbox uh, in early in college. I played a lot of Rainbow Six Three, uh, which is a great multiplayer game to play on Xbox Live. Uh, but I agree with all those choices. I also think if you have old school consoles or access to old school consoles or just a Wii and you go on Virtual Console, it's always fun to have just Mario, uh, yeah. Mario Two, uh, USA Mario Two. Um, you know things like that to kind of you know hand around the controller and play those kinds of games as well. If the people around you can appreciate those old games. Yeah, the big thing for me in college was when I play games, I leave my door open, and so. I, even if it was single player, people would walk by, see something, come in and watch and sit down. And I remember that's when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, that was the big jam. Mm-hmm. Or wait, wait, it would have been Vice City. Vice right? City, yeah. yeah. Vice City, sorry. Well, no, you were in college when... when yeah, I did. No, yeah, it was 3 and Chatterbox. And yep. we, I, people would sit there and want me... Ju- they would beg me just to drive around and listen to Chatterbox because it was so funny. Laszlo doing his thing. Then we'd beat up hookers. Yeah, I mean, you have to do that if you're playing Grand Theft Auto. It's a... Yeah, it's a, it, it, this is a formidable time for you. I used to leave my door open too, but I'd be playing games like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, and people come in and be, like, be like, "What, what the, the hell, hell is are this? you doing?" You're like, don't worry about garbage. it. Get out of my room. <laughs> Have fun you know in what? I didn't invite you in here. Get out of here, Ramon. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, where where are you going to go to school, Ryan? I'm going to Central Connecticut. Central Con. Are you from Connecticut? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm from Old Saybrook. It's right across from out of town. Nice. My my uh yeah, I had family living in Windsor for a while. Knew okay. some people. Yeah, knew some people. I like Connecticut. It's a very nice, a nice tranquil state. Is it that you kind of yeah, just drive through to get to Massachusetts? They got them Huskies. Yeah, that's a big thing. Well, it's Yukon's thing. Yeah, it's also Northeastern's thing. Yeah, but you guys, you know, you're not as popular. No, definitely yeah. not. But we're, you, we're you, better. We're better school. But other than that, yeah, it's not no, no big deal. <laughs> what was that, Ryan? <laughs> Uh, can I ask one more question? A yeah. Quick one? Yeah, sure. What's up? All right. Don't um, curse. All right. I was. What? What did you say? <laughs> Don't curse. <laughs> uh, no. Um. I I always had a problem with uh, Greg saying that Joel was the bad guy in The Last of Us. Spoilers, everybody! Everybody, we're walking into The Last of Us. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jump right. ahead a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. But I want to know if you were in Joel's position and Colin were in Ellie's position, would you make the same decision that Joel made? Yeah. Colin would you wa- save me? Colin wants... No, I would I would kill, let Colin die. Because hmm. I know that inside of his deformed head is the secret to saving humanity. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't and know he, how you're going to get it out. It's all gray matter, but... Yeah, well, that's... Know. I don't know. That's that's not my job. That's that's their job. They'll figure it out. But I, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Colin would die an American hero. A world hero. The savior of humanity. <laughs> he would like that. And I would tell a story. <laughs> We'd have so many YouTube videos to remember him fondly. <laughs> that's the thing is, like, with everything that's up on YouTube and IGN of Colin, we could very easily make him an AI, <laughs> and then he'd be with us forever. Just a grumpy computer in the portal turret. Grumpy computer. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Good luck at school. Right, Stay high beyond. Yeah. All right. We're running out of time already, Colin. Can you believe it? Wow. Really? Yeah. It's up to, we're doing our hour. It's twelve thirty. I'm gonna get this thing up. We get it. Um. So here, then I'm gonna run it. Th- I'm gonna let you pick one. All right. All right. Tell me just their favorite games. Oh, Doctor, that's a good one. All right. So Hotline Miami. Well, that's interesting. Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Persona Four Golden. Mm. Far Cry Three. Mm. Got a lot of young people. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Oh, here you go. This is an older one. Sweeping it. Oh, okay. Uh, Resogun. Okay. Mass Effect Two. You you want to get? You want me to keep going? Resogun. Let's call Resogun. We're calling Resogun. That's a strong choice. Whose name is Mike Van Wick Senior? Hold on. Sorry, I gotta change my numbering here. Put a nine there because he's. We called nine people. No, wait, hold on. That's eight. I crossed off one. You don't even know what the hell you're doing. You're just writing things on a piece of paper. <laughs> is the camera on? <laughs> hello, <laughs> Uncle Leo. <laughs> All right, Star Six. Jerry, hello. 
All right. Here we go, Mike. Beyond. Beyond. What's up, Mike? How are you? What's going on, brother? Not much. Are you having a good day? I'm having a great day. I'm sitting here playing the uh, PlayStation. Oh, of oh. course. What are you playing? Uh, right now, I'm in between games. I was just playing the uh, Pixel Junk Shooter, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah I like that game. one. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, I want you to know you only got called because Colin liked that your favorite game of all time is, or favorite PlayStation game of all time is Resogun. <laughs> yeah. Well done. That's what's up. Man. Well done. That's what's up. So, Mike, what's your question? <clears throat> Uh, my question is actually, uh, when are you guys going to ever find a permanent replacement for the third chair? Ah, question. Uh, this is a good question. We, we can let them into the, to the thought process. We've talked about it before. Have we? On the show. No offense, Mike. You fake fan who doesn't know anything about podcasts beyond. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the original idea was... You know, we have people here that I think make good replacements. I think we have multiple people oh, that yeah. make good replacements. I think we have Vince. I think we have Altano. Uh, I, I, there's a few people that I think fit in very nicely. Jared. Yeah. Oh, Jared's um, awesome. But then we would isolate, the, like, the other two people or other three people that could fit if we replaced them with one p- permanent person. And yeah. the idea, actually, to be, to be totally, you know, uh, candid with you, Mike, is that, you know, my original idea was that we should actually let the fans pick who the replacement was. Um but we just decided not to do that. I just feel like we like the variety. The variety it's the spice of life, as they say. Yeah. And uh, you know, well, maybe we'll cross that bridge in the future if we come to it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the big thing for us is, or for me personally, is that we've seen so many people come and go with the show, and I like that. I like that we have this lineage of hosts and stuff. But I think, True. you know, with Colin and I, like you know, Colin and I have now been the solidified anchors of this show since 150. And so Absolutely. you know that like no matter who we bring in, we can keep a show going and keep it entertaining yeah. and get you the news Absolutely. you want. And so my thing is, so now it's a fewfold. Then is that I first off, I want to make sure people at IGN have a chance to be on this show. You know what I mean? I think that if we solidify it down, then we're locking people out. You know what I mean? Like we have so many new editors now, and since there are no teams and there isn't that much turnover in terms of who's on the podcast, I don't want it to be that. Jared never gets. I mean, Jared would never historically would have never been on the podcast, right? He at least not as much as he's been. There would have been, I'm sure, one yeah. time or another to come on. And then the other is, yeah, just keeping it fresh. I like the fact that when we have a third person, I was talking about being a conversational podcast. I feel like a conversation flows really well with three people. When you get four, then you start stepping on each other a little bit more. It gets a little bit more chaotic to manage. I want to make sure we have a thing there where everybody can have a voice and get in here and have something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, have you ever watched the Game Over Greg's show where Nick just interrupts everyone? I, I, watch, I watch it all, absolutely. Yeah, Nick, and Nick I, just interrupts everyone. Like, that, that was kind of my, my idea. Was I see how you guys, like you and Nick and Tim and everybody do, how you do on the Game Over Greg's show, and, and I, I like that. You know, yeah. I, I like I so I don't so me seeing a, a permit third person and then maybe a fourth guest. I I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I no, think, no. We're, I mean, we want to yeah. hear it. Like that's what I talk about. You know, obviously we want you guys calling in for this show and then coming out for four hundred and stuff. But and I we get tweets and all these other mm-hmm. things. We want to hear that. But it's similar to what we talk about with like development, right? Of like, for right now, this is what we want to do as far as our vision of it and see how that goes. And I think whenever I look back, you know, if you remember, and this is. His, historical archives of beyond right like i remember roper left ign in like 2010 yeah but i'm thinking like episode like one the t- 120s yeah. 115 somewhere in there and i remember i did not feel like we uh, you you clements and i were were a podcast beyond until 150 150 as crazy as it sounds is when we debuted the logo for the first time we, we had no logo before now we, and that's the mm-hmm. one we've had of course made by uh, javi rodriguez uh 
it's, yeah, yeah. It, it was really when we established who we were. And so as it comes and it goes and people come and go from the show and IGN, I like the fact that there's like, I don't know, even like rings around a tree, right? There's like these definitive starts and stops to what the show was. And right now we want to try this for a little bit. Yeah. But obviously if like the numbers were to drop off, even though they're bigger than ever, <laughs> maybe we'd worry about it then. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Mike, just, I mean, real quick, you know, nothing's set in stone. So like, we, please do keep giving us your feedback and letting us know what you guys think. Uh, and, and understand and, and rest assured that this conversation has been ongoing. So, uh, Absolutely. we're trying to figure it out. So we, th- we thank you for your support. And, uh, no, thank you for the content. Man. No, no problem, man. And, and keep playing Rezo Gun. It's excellent. I told you. I told you it was. No it is. Hashtag exactly. like Colin was right. I, I seen, yeah, I've seen, uh, I seen your, uh, your high score has dropped. There's some people that have stepped up. Um, you should go back on, man. Try and get it back up there. Yeah, I'm, I've been playing the survival mode only, so I need to, I need to like get my vibe back with like just playing the regular campaign since they reset the boards yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But that game, man, is just so good. So it is it's the best, and that is why you were selected because that's the game that stuck out to me <laughs> on that on that favorite game list. So thank well, you for I'll your support. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, be on. All right, see you later. Such great people. Yeah, good people. I tell you what, are we done? Or should we do one more? I want to do one more. All right. This is Hasem. Rudy Giuliani, is that one of the names on there? Oh, no, that's okay. If, it, if, if Rudolph Giuliani was on this, we'd have... That would be amazing yeah. if Rudy Giuliani Oh, we never call him. Clements either. We can call him. He can do a lead into wrap-up. He probably won't even answer his phone like a jerk. Right. We call, could call Goldie, too. No, he's dead to us. Oh, okay. He's actually in San Francisco this week. He was wondering if he's going to make... He's like, oh, when are you recording? I'm like, when do you invite you on the show? Don't try to get up in my piece. We are three minutes outside the area. I said I'd call him in. So if he doesn't answer, that's his dedication. He spiked his phone on the ground at 1230, and he's like, it's over. Please leave your message for Jerry Silvera. That's not the number I get. That's not the name. Hold on. You should just leave the voicemail anyway. Hello, Jerry Silvera. I was under the, the assumption your name was Haysom Ali, so something's gone wrong. But if you like PlayStation and or stories about pooping, you should probably listen to Podcast Beyond every Tuesday as an MP3 on IGN.com and iTunes, and then get the video on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, and the PlayStation 4 IGN app every Wednesday. Beyond. Beyond. All right. You want, you want, should we try one more from the community? Let me see the rest of the, let me see the, rest of the games here. There you go. Hi guys, it's me, Greg Miller. Thanks for watching. Justin, we love you. Justin Honeycutt's favorite game is Hannah Montana. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> uh, let's do Bioshock. All right, Jacob Robinson. Here's to you, Jacob Robinson. I can't find you on the list. I'm kind of right. stupid. Thank you. Oh, okay. He was tagged to come up before, so now it's all coming together. I guess he's ten actually. And uh, Vamp, say something. Uh, so this is a podcast beyond it's a, a podcast about uh, video games specifically about uh, video games on the PlayStation platforms PlayStation is a uh, subsidiary of Sony uh, the original PlayStation came out in Japan in 1994 it was launched in the West in 1995 uh, it had such launch games as Battle Arena Toshin Den and uh, you know and here we are Greg yep today made it good job Hello? Beyond! Beyond! 
Yeah. What's up, Jacob Robinson? How are you? I'm great. How are you, Greg? I'm good. Colin? Here's to you, Jacob Robinson. No, no, too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I good, thought good, I was already good. doing that, wasn't uh, I? The, or was that just in my head? No, I think it was just in your head because it was in my head, too. No way. Really? I edit this video. I'm gonna rewind. Maybe. it. I will be incredibly creeped out if we both if I never didn't sing that when I was getting ready you to might call have. him. You have no inner monologue. <laughs> hey Jacob, how are you? You're having fun. Good. You're I'm on the great. show. Great. You made it. Were you worried you weren't gonna make it? I was because it's like on the East Coast, so it's like three thirty-five over here or something. So. <laughs> Where are you at right now, Jacob? Right now, I am at my home in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Home that's, of the Colts. Yes, that's true. That's true. And the Pacers. You're close to Chicago, so you could go to a Portillo's. There's even a Portillo's in Indiana. You should go. We don't, but I, no, I'm telling I you, there's one Chicago, in Indiana. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I know. Um, Jacob, you get to be the final question on Podcast Beyond 350. So feel honored and lay it on us. Feel honored. All right. So my question is, what is your most underappreciated game from the PlayStation 3 generation? And what I mean by underappreciated is maybe not a game that scored well or for viewers that didn't do too well, but you still played it and you still loved it. So what is each of yours underappreciated game? I'm going to deviate, because you said it, and then before you gave the reviews, I'm not familiar with the reviews on this, but my answer is Calling All Cars. Criminally underplayed. That was a great game for local multiplayer, because I remember that was the first, I mean, when I was working here at IGN, I didn't own a PS3 yet, because they were way too expensive. And so that was the first one that I would bring home with me, and me and Micah and I would sit there and play it with our other roommates, and just sit there and play nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And then when online finally went, we'd go and play online too and stuff. And it was simple, yeah, but it was fun, it was colorful, it was funny. And the problem was, not maybe necessarily a problem, but you know the story there and why I think it's criminally underplayed is the fact that PlayStation 3 just did not have the install base. And so by the time it came around, there were so many other games to play, I think it was overlooked by a lot of people. And now the servers are offline, so it's only a multiplayer thing if you ever want to do it. Local. Local multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, a few games come to mind, but I, I think Shatter is probably the, the biggest example of a game that I think is super special um, and really, really, really fun and probably one of the best soundtracks in any game ever. Um, and uh, it's just a brick-breaking game that really puts that whole genre, that subgenre, that Arkanoid breakout kind of thing on its head. And I think that that game's extraordinary. And I wish she, which is the developer of the game, would make a sequel. They said that they they kind of insinuated they would, and then they just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I would say Shatter. I still think that that's arguably the best PlayStation Network game. Um, up there with, in, of all time, up there with Resogun, up there with Stardust. Um, so, yeah, that's my choice. Great. Jacob Robinson, what's yours? Oh, um, I'm going to say, and it didn't score poorly, but it, it scored okay. I'm just going to say PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah double Platinum at Vita and PS3. Loved it. Big Daddy, all the way. <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy was Big Daddy was really good. I agree. He was no sweet tooth. I do agree that that game is underrated. I think yeah. a lot, there's a lot. I give it an eight. I mean, I think that game was great. Um, so do you blame yourself for underrating? No, uh, it yeah. sold, also sold over a million copies. I just don't. I think their expectations were higher for it. I think we'll see that series again. Um, I just don't think you're going to see it anytime soon. Um, and uh, I think it was just compared too often to Smash Brothers. I think it really hurt it. Which um, is an amazing game. Yeah. Smash Brothers is an amazing game, but I also think that they're different. You yeah, know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're more different than a lot of people gave them credit for. Uh, it's like saying Mega Man and Castlevania are the same because they're both side scrollers. Yeah, you know, it's like no, they're not the same game at all. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's a good choice, and I really enjoyed that game very much. All right. Well, Jacob, thank you so much for caring about us and being a fan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, beyond, beyond.
Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's Podcast Beyond 350. Should we call comments? Yeah, go ahead. Right. He's not going to answer. I He's got like- a Red Robin with Shu- uh, or, uh, Sid Schumann right now. Uh, eating a cheeseburger, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, you're like thinking about it. You're like, yeah, let me run through what I'm seeing in the Colin Moriarty prediction. It's a loud ring. He's he's a loud kid. He's Clements. Hey, brother man. Hey, Ryan Clements. You're on Podcast Beyond, episode 350. How are you? Yo, man, Beyond. <laughs> Beyond, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Nothing. We were just reminiscing. Colin is here. We got a portal turret up here running the call board for us. <laughs> we just wanted to say hey, say we miss you, we love you. Oh, thank you guys. I miss you guys too and love you too. Ah, this great. It's like the best lunchtime surprise. <laughs> what are you do what are you eating right now? Are you eating? Yes, I am eating. It's it's not really too impressive of a meal. I'm just gonna throw that out there is, right now. Okay. Is there kale involved? It's it's a place of kale involved. And almonds? <laughs> uh no, but it's a light and lean spaghetti italiano microwavable meal. Because, oh. because that's that's how I live now. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. How's uh, how's everything at PlayStation Blog? Everything's going great. Thanks for asking. Good how about you guys? What? Uh, yeah, I feel like this is earlier than you guys usually record. Are you do you record in the early afternoon? Nope, we're right here. This is when we do it. Eleven o'clock to twelve thirty. We're a little bit late actually. We're just having so much fun calling people. Man, I'm so out of the loop. You don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I don't even. I'm so, I've been out of the game so goddamn long. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the agenda, guys? What are you talking about today? Nothing. You're the final call. We're gonna. I'm gonna give the wrap up here, and I thought you'd want to be uh, on board for see what's on for Ryan's wrap up. Oh man, you guys are the best. All right, so stick, stick with us one second. Okay, I'm gonna stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 350. Thank you so much for watching it and or listening to it. And all of your support, we wouldn't be here without you. Of course, Podcast Beyond comes out as an MP3 every Tuesday. You can get on IGN.com, iTunes, various podcast services. Then usually on Wednesday, you can get the video on IGN.com, YouTube.com, slash IGN, and the PlayStation 4 IGN app. Hopefully, both versions will be up today. But if they're not, please understand how hard it is to edit video and get it to render in time. If you want to keep up with all of our antics... You follow us on Twitter. IGN is IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Ryan Clements is Poam Cider. He runs a fantastic <laughs> PlayStation podcast you should go listen to as well. He's the heart and soul of it. Um, of course, go to IGN.com, read the articles. They keep the mics on, watch the videos, join Prime, download the app, buy t-shirts at splitreason.com slash IGN. Just imbibe in everything, IGN. And again, I mean, I can't say it enough. Thank you all for your support. We couldn't do this without you. It means the world to us. Uh, and I guess... 50 weeks we'll be doing another live podcast beyond 400 so mark your calendars we, we'll try not to miss one we usually don't no we're, we're usually good we might even double up at some point we'll there you go that's how crazy some, we some are such. every podcast beyond ends in a segment we call ryan's wrap up it's where you submit a song we play it at the end of the show for everyone's amusement and usually you do a bunch of pimping for you know soundclouds and whatnots today's song is a classic that i just every time i think of uh, a seminal beyond moment now goes with it of course it's go beyond Clements, tell me a little bit about Go Beyond. Oh, man, that was uh, the, the one we played last time during our live, our Beyond 300, right? right? It, was, it debuted at Beyond 300 with a beautiful uh, music video that you will see here in a second, animated by Panda Musk. And then the song, of course, yeah. is a Danny and Tori joint. 
Yeah, I, 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 I do got to say, though, that I don't want to take any credit for this one because this was truly a Panda Musk and Danny collaborative venture. At no point did I give were... you any credit. No credit was given okay. to you at any point. I'm just, I mean, you named the segment after me. So well, I yeah, because when you left, we named a segment after you, and for a long time you had gotten them, them they shut up. nothing's changed (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen this has been podcast beyond episode 350 thank you for putting up with every one of my flubs beyond beyond beyond
This is the day of all new days. It's up to us this time. Beyond. Nathan Drake, and I wear panda musk. Keeps the ladies coming back for more. And me. 